Because it's something that doesn't really get seen. You often see these like fancy motivational videos and stories on YouTube and stuff, but you don't really know what's happening behind the scenes. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay, the grind is a beautiful thing. Then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Not like ragda, but ah. <laughs> in the poetic sense, it's a ragda. <laughs> you can mix it up. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm just gonna clap first, and then that's the cue to start. All right, three, two. everybody it's me Asad Hashmali back again with another episode of Behind the Grind and this time we have a very special guest with us with us not with us um Mr Farhad Karim Ali Farhad how are you today brilliant thanks for coming on thank you very much yeah, I'm very excited the, to be here it's, it's yeah. different it's different it's live it's in person now no more zoom podcast or conversation <laughs> no, I generally yeah. joke that as soon as things become relatively normal yeah. I, I want to throw away my laptop I don't want to look at laptops I don't want to keep looking at that little screen and yeah. animate myself in front of the green dot but during the lockdown were you the guy that had like tons of monitors around or you were still working on that 13 inch 14 inch I experimented yeah I did a lot of things to create that joy and excitement eventually what I concluded is okay I need to have a screen uh, and I need to animate in front of the green dot because no matter how uh, useful you're saying you're speaking of things people just don't connect you animate yeah. the whole thing you go back and you say, yes i can see you and although you can't see anybody and you say hang on you you need to put your mobile down there yeah. <laughs> but yeah fingers crossed we are getting back to the normal if not it's a new normal or if it's what normal it is but it's getting off back online um but yeah so how about you actually introduce yourself because i've seen your work for a long time i've seen what you do i know the areas but i don't want to misquote anything so how about you take a jab at your own introduction oh okay that's a tough one because it's pretty complicated all the way from my education to where i am today yeah it's a low you can go straight into what you're doing professionally i'll tell you what i do professionally i yeah. find solutions Lovely. i think in one word that's what i do i come up with solutions if and i solve problems uh this can be individual this can be corporate this can be uh-huh. personal life you know it, it could be anything. you could throw a problem at me and you know, let me I'll, i'll try coming up with a solution for example if there's something over here i need mm-hmm. to come up with a solution three all right so and i think i think it's this curiosity that helps me even when i'm working in and uh, mm-hmm. in my job all right but because you brought up the past life education as well when when did you realize that that's something that you're very good at was it just Like I think I've always been very good at living, yeah. enjoying the moment. Yeah. Now you know, right in the beginning, I told you, you know, people are very upset because there's nothing philosophical about it. But <laughs> yeah, I, but, yeah. you know, I, you know, I don't have any of these callings in life and moments that change it. Uh-huh. You know, I've just been enjoying life, so I'll always do things that I enjoy. So I'll come up with solutions that excite me. Yeah. Uh, I get bored very easily. Okay. Uh, how did I start my consulting and training career? Very simply, it's it's like you flirt with someone and you fall in love. that's exactly what happened i was flirting with it over weekends started enjoying it then the flirtations became a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more then i started getting paid for it i said this is cool stuff yeah so this love is paying me off so that's why and in fact awesome. a lot of people ask me they said will you do this for the rest of your life i said no yeah they said for how long i said i don't know as long as i enjoy it mm-hmm. you see the purpose in life was not to a career was never a purpose in life yeah i think it's it's living life which is critical 
so i live life i enjoy i'll experiment i'll do things hmm. cool cool so but when you were doing these weekend flings what were you doing <laughs> on the weekdays <laughs> weekdays okay weekdays i was trying to work some place and doing different things you know i have been in a bank a textile company i've also done um, what was that putting up dish antennas i was helping a friend set up a dish antenna business so, you know climbing the roof and yeah, testing yeah. this huge um 3 12 feet dish antenna and lnb settings and all that ah yeah we doing a lot of weird things yes as i said yeah. as long as i enjoy awesome cool <laughs> cool so so now that the 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 flirting's over and it's a, it's a, it's a li- it's a ride of a lifetime yes. what's a normal day in your like in your life like a normal day in my life is determined by my calendar Mm-hmm. So it depends what my calendar could say. It starts off generally very early. It could start off at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could start off at six thirty, mm-hmm. and then uh, it depends. I mean, if it's a meetings day, then I'm in the office by nine thirty. Then I'm doing meetings. Then I have calls and office and office management and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if it is late in the and if it's a training assignment, so then it's up in the morning at seven thirty at the venue at eight o'clock, starting off. with a black coffee mm-hmm. and music and then the whole day goes on 6 o'clock and then there are calls and then there are emails goes on till about uh 10ish 9:30 10 on an average 9 9:30 10 in between if i have things to do so that comes in uh, i do watch tv every day okay there is hardly a movie that i have missed especially bollywood lovely but you know i am surprised people the time nahi milta i don't have I time never i took don't you to be time. a bollywood guy waise wow sorry cool. i never took you to be a bollywood guy i love bollywood awesome Cool, cool, cool. No, but you make the time at the end of the day, I guess. Yeah. Again, I think same thing. If you know my desire to enjoy life, yeah, uh, movies are an important part of it. I want to enjoy. So if I have to enjoy, I have to watch. You know, yeah. I, uh, something very exciting. I just finished. I don't know. You've seen Manifest on Netflix? No. Okay, so I just finished that. I'm that guy. Not that says get time नहीं मिलता. क्या अच्छा time I'm the guy that says time नहीं मिलता. यार नहीं नहीं मेरे लिए time निकालना हर चीज के लिए time निकालना जरूरी है. Lovely. And awesome. everybody, uh, the good thing it's not okay. One thing that if my wife sees is हाँ exercise के लिए time नहीं निकालता. उसके लिए मैं तो that that for me that's higher up on the Netflix list. <laughs> But uh, so so I I went through your LinkedIn and I again like I've been seeing everything that you do. and a, and the title that comes up is organizational development consultant right what does that mean and how how does this work okay when you're looking at organizational development consultant let's just understand when i say i like coming up with i like understanding problems and then coming up with solutions mm-hmm. uh, most of the solutions are people based on that came from my education background so for example i was doing finance mm-hmm. so i did my o level accounting a level accounting then i joined chartered institute of management accounting so it was always accounts 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 mm-hmm. and then my aspiration at one point in time was to be an internal auditor because internal auditors travel from one place to the other they understand systems so i had a few friends who were internal auditors they would fly in uh, globally or travel internationally and they would yeah. find out you know what the process are so i said this is pretty interesting yeah at the same time as i got into it i realized people don't like internal auditors that much yeah so even the friendship is just sometimes just a facade that they're creating yeah. you know you keep this guy busy so we can fix this things so let's yeah. say you're taking going out on international assignment and then you have this uh, person they oh let's go for dinner let's go for this and you think they are your friends but they're actually keeping you away from work yeah so so this is like a glorified vacation yeah kind of okay. uh, but yet people don't like you internal mm. auditor is yeah <laughs> then i joined uh, and even at that in fact at that time uh, mm-hmm. people used to address internal auditors as the policemen they're policing mm. you yeah. uh, one word very inappropriate was you know they're like watchdogs yeah 
Now imagine a face like this. How can this be a watchdog face? <laughs> so I, I said, no, yeah, this is not it for me. Then I joined yeah. Chartered Institute of Marketing. I realized, you know what, marketing is much more cooler. So let Chartered Institute of Marketing. Yeah. So then I got myself qualified in marketing as well. I got a diploma in marketing. I, I thought this is pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I got an advanced certificate in marketing. So I think this is pretty interesting that you know people and colors and connecting and sales and every yeah. all of that in, uh, interested me. Uh, and then I realized it's not so much about the function in the career so to speak mm-hmm. uh, the, the the discipline specifically mm-hmm. it is actually people if you understand people you understand a whole lot more mm-hmm. and that is when my interest in organization started okay now you're looking at organization every organization needs to grow mm-hmm. uh, they need to make the revenues coming in mm-hmm. they need to make sure that people are satisfied people are engaged people are delivering results people are working as a team mm-hmm. people are demonstrating leadership skills they know how to talk with each other so all the soft skills that you could imagine mm-hmm. so, and that's what the organization development consultant would do come in understand the organization identify what are the things which are amiss advise on that and move forward so yeah. for example we've all heard well, peter drucker say um your culture eats strategy so for, for breakfast. breakfast every morning now it's eating it all the time but you know when they say your culture eats strategy so what is this culture culture is actually how people engage how they talk so as an organization development consultant you go, I go into the company understand the challenges how best can they achieve their results mm-hmm. so that's the purpose of the organization and advise them accordingly mm-hmm. and as a consultant i advise them as a trainer i handhold them to make it possible as well so i'll be sitting with the leadership team understanding okay now what do you guys need to do what is a miss how do you identify the culture code for yourself are you bringing your values into practice uh, is there role modeling what are the people missing out on mm-hmm. go and meet the people find out where the gap is and then also do these high energy exciting training programs to bring people on board so mm-hmm. at one point you're speaking very in- um serious stuff you're trying to understand where the challenge lies and then you're using uh, engaging exercises to communicate and bring everybody up on one board okay so that's kind of interesting to hear because that's leading up into the next question which is all around the culture itself like you said you will identify what the culture code is how is the operations working how is this chain of command flowing where i'm sure you also identify where the tussle comes about or where the synergy is lacking right so if this word culture is spoken about so much and for me also like it's very important in my own organization as well but what what is it exactly how do you identify culture itself okay a lot of people who've written about it spoken about it this is not my thought and i can't recall for the life of me who this person is i'm quoting but it's definitely not mine it's it's basically the shared assumptions that people have okay so whatever assumptions you create about this place is basically what your deep rooted culture so if the if the collective is speaking the same language about the- or whatever they're speaking of so for example in an organization where they say there's a lot of leg pulling you can't have only one person doing the leg pulling so you, there there has to be a group of people at different places doing leg pulling i do the work somebody else takes the credit that's an assumption hmm. uh you know my boss doesn't like me hmm. i say that that's an assumption in my mind i speak to this person you know what you're right even my boss doesn't like me and he'll say you know what she says my boss even doesn't like me so suddenly it's like you know what if this company people bosses are biased hmm. then they start labeling those assumptions hmm. so whatever the collective assumption is for example the other day on this uh, roundabout a very educated lady was going the other way around on this do uh, talwar yeah they were going the other way around and um, you i was right in front so she was going the wrong way and i came in and she went across and it was from a uh, educated political party yeah uh, yeah i could see that you know 
this lady had those stickers of that political party and the hero. So you know, you could understand not a politician, but had affiliation, uh, affiliation. educated and going the other way around. And I got hold of the traffic police. You know, after the traffic made way for me, he said, you go. I said, no, first catch her. <laughs> I want you to do fine her for going late. Then now it's like I'm standing in the corner and then I'm making sure the he comes. Sir, up jai. Uh, we will take, we will find her. I said, no, 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 no. You find her first. Then the other guy comes to me. He says, she's saying, this is sharafat hai. I said, what do you mean sharafat hai? She just, you saw what she did. You find her. Hmm. Why are you letting her off? For what reason? Yeah. An assumption. So while the artifacts are that, you know, we should not break the law. Hmm. But somewhere deep rooted in the mind is that, so what if I went the other way around? Hmm. These are, there are a lot of assumptions people carry everywhere. That's why culture is not only, only organizational. Everywhere, mm -hmm. the assumptions that we have, mm -hmm. and when it multiplies, it becomes a culture. And how do you identify that in an organization? Like what are these particular steps that you take? There, there, there are a lot of things that uh, one can do. Um, to start off with, I, I really enjoy reading that document called the Employee Engagement Survey. Hmm. Uh, it's a good document, you know, if you start reading, you say, okay, what are people feeling? What do they think? Then it's not sufficient. You also yeah. go and do a one-on-one -on -one with people, you know, one-on-one. Yeah. -on -one. So well, let's just say I'm doing a one-on-one -on -one with yourself and you tell me this is what the problems are. This is what is great about our company. This is what we love doing. This is what is exciting. Uh, and these are what the challenges are. I say, fine, I'll go meet a couple of people. Now I'm trying to connect the dots. At the same time, then probably I'll call you in for a focus group later on. Now I want to see you interact with other people as well. Hmm. So let's say we don't work as a team and we, we hide information, but here we are doing a focus group and you're the most quiet one. Hmm. So there's a lot of reading between the lines. So there is assessment questionnaires, there is employee engagements that people do, uh, there are focus groups, a couple of things that you need to do so that you can really zero in and say, you know what, this is the assumptions that people are making. Mm -hmm. You go back to the leadership team and you say, you know what, these are the assumptions your people are making. Um, what do you want to do about it? Mm -hmm. Now, either live with those assumptions, but mm. then be vocal about it. Your assumptions are right. We yeah. are a biased organization. No problem. Mm. Because that's what you choose to be. Mm. But you need to be clear what you are. So I think if I break it down into steps, three things. Uh, people need to be aware. And mm. that's what you know. even I need to do. So the create, uh, have some awareness of what is happening. Clarify it in words. Yeah. And then decide what you want to do. Okay. So it's an ACD. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so... Um, is this normally a concern in like the, the, the lack of a, a good culture or like a problematic culture? Is that mostly something that pops up in, in locally in organizations or in your experience? Have you seen that also internationally as well? Everywhere. Wherever you have people, you have assumptions. Okay. Some places there are a lot of assumptions. Some places there are fewer assumptions. Mm -hmm. But uh, these assumptions could be different places. Mm -hmm. uh, the more active the CEO is me with the reality of the organization is yeah. the most smoother it becomes. Okay. The challenge is when you think it's just an HR initiative and you dump it onto HR hmm. and they'll do whatever they feel. I'll give you an example. Yeah. There was a client who gave me a recently a call. I'm not to tell the industry. Yeah. And I'll be very careful with my words as well. <laughs> so I spoke with this client and I had a 40 minute call. We have this problem, this problem, this problem. This is where we are going. This is where we are coming from. Last two years, this is what has happened. This is the rate of employee turnover. Give me a complete background. And mm -hmm. then I said, okay, based on what you said, my suggestion is step one, step two, step three. Mm -hmm. uh, said, let me know. So he said, fine, let me route it through HR because it has to come through HR. I said, fine. I get a call from HR after three days. Uh, we need a proposal. 
and uh, and what do you need the proposal on you just give me some background because technically in my mind i've already told the guy you know uh, he said oh, we want to do a 90 minute motivational session <laughs> and what's the objective because i now know what the objective was same on you oh, you know the same stuff we just want them we want to do something engaging so i said so technically this is hr me, saying this, this is hr saying telling me oh, okay. want to do something engaging and motivational okay I said I don't think I understand it, but what do you, what are you actually looking for? So we went back and forth and the negotiations, and I stayed away from that. Unfortunately, I didn't get that. <laughs> Say it. Because obviously, I mean, you have some person telling me exactly what the problem is, and then yeah. the other person thinks we just want to do something engaging. Yeah. So if you tell me if somebody says I need something engaging, my entire roadmap goes into the dustbin because that person will not understand. Mm-hmm. So the way you you're breaking this down, it's coming across. And correct me if I'm wrong. it seems like the organization comes to you they identify some core insufficiencies or some problems within the organization as a whole like ya to log baat nahi kar rahe ya phir bottom line pe fark aa raha hai ya phir procurement ke masle aa rahe hai ya phir wo message overall jo narrative hai company ka that's not going out you take everyone together but you sit with them collectively individually and that's a whole it's a tango yes but for a couple of months three months as a minimum is a good process and could you like could you share some success stories that you've seen because I, i'm also trying to see that like there's many of these organizations that pop up and say yeah please accession kar le 90 minute ka wow. and uh, the dime a dozen and it seems like i although i have i'm speaking from very little experience about this it seems that the hr departments over here don't really focus on uh, learning and development or people cohesion and and getting the culture to uh, thrive and be embodied by everyone it's just for the lack of a better word khana puri in some way That's a lot of questions and a lot of assumptions in this also. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. So like, okay. I, I'm trying to get like okay. demystified right now. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to decline names. Yeah, yeah, but okay. a success story, like you know, if you see there's a problem, this was what was identified. You know, God is very good. kind. I can't recall a failed exercise. Wow. Okay. And that is why I'm very selective as well. So I'm not going to just put go in and take the assignment. Yeah. and if i do i'm going i will tell them this is what will happen mm-hmm. uh, so i'll keep the expectations accordingly but let's just say what is failure i i commit to something i don't deliver so if i have committed a 90 minute high energy excitement i'll give it that to you mm. then i haven't really failed mm. your intervention may not have given value because you never played tango with me the for example one client uh, i looked at the employee engagement me and my team we, we sat together we we went through the employee engagement that, that's generally the first step we yeah. could zero in in terms of what the problem was we made a road map for um them and we said these are the steps you need to follow step 1 step 2 step 3 come back do this and we went through the first session we onboarded everybody we had we communicated what the employee engagement scores are the fact that employee engagement scores is not the responsibility only of hr it is every line manager who is responsible mm-hmm. for his own people and we went through the entire shebang part 2 was we were supposed to follow through on this and after 2 months and after 2 months we started calling these guys up and we didn't get a reply didn't get a reply and then we started getting new training program with this person and all the motivational speakers got involved the person and i had assured the client that after 6 um, to 9 months depending on how well we execute let's do a a uh, small employee engagement again before the official one let's do a sample one let's see if there has been a change because i'm committing to you for the change and when i commit to the people for the change i'm not going to keep on adding my fees continuously mm-hmm. so i've locked in the figure i've committed for this deliverable uh come uh, almost a year 
Uh, the person reaches out to me, hi, Farad, how are you? And uh, they were employing you. Yeah, last time we started off, it really didn't go well, but I just was seeing what to do. I said, first, let's be very clear. It did not go well, not because of me. It is because you did not take the initiative. Take the initiative. It's like you go to a doctor, the doctor gives you medicine, you don't take the medicine. How can you blame it down on the consultant? Hmm. So again, you know, the, the, my, I think there's a lot of conviction in what I say specifically is, mm -hmm. and there are lots of, the fact that I'm so busy also proves how amazing some organizations are, how brilliant some, uh, some of my clients are. They walk the entire nine yards with me. Do we agree on everything from day one? No. Mm -hmm. Is there a lot of back and forth? Yes. Is there a lot of uh, discussions in brackets, arguments? Yes. But again, you see, the intent is not satisfying me or to satisfy the other person. It is for the end goal that we're all working for. Hmm. I think those interventions are beautiful. Hmm. So yes, um, I think when the clients uh, commit, mm -hmm. uh, looking at it beyond just the checklist item, mm -hmm. which most of them do, it is a lot of fun. I'll give you one more example. Do we have time? Yeah. Actually, one more example. Okay. Uh, went to this particular insurance company uh, some years back. They wanted to get sales training done. Hmm. That's fine. We discussed. It was a nice one-hour meeting, and we went through the whole process. Just to give you an idea, what we did is we almost created an active a profit center out of a sales training program. Wow. Okay. Now, how did you do that? We said, okay, you want to get training done. How what how best to do it? So, cutting the long story short, they create an academy of insurance training uh, for themselves. And Which after two years, you then start engaging people from outside from the industry if you want to learn because there is no academy as such. Yeah, so you yeah. teach people how to do insurance selling, which is perhaps a very, very difficult thing to do. So yeah. it's like telling somebody, you die and we'll pay your family afterwards. Yeah. But as long as you're alive, you pay us. Yeah. Yeah. Or for that matter, you know what? You keep on paying. Even if your car doesn't meet with an accident, never mind, you keep on paying us. And the day it does, then you and I both know what a hassle it is yeah. to get those payments out from them. But uh, I, I think selling insurance is tough. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we said two years down the line, you create the academy, everybody comes to you. You have your pulse on the talent in the market. So technically, even if from another company, they come to you, if it's talent, you can offer them, you know, you, you see talent. You also know how, where your people are versus the other. Get a complete plan. The guy says, ah, okay, let me get back to you because we also need to get two more proposals. So three proposal requirement from procurement. Yeah. That's another joke, but... Uh, I come to that separate. But I said, listen, I'll tell you what. If another consultant is giving you the entire roadmap, mm -hmm. end to end, you compare, I will be okay with three. You give to the one that deserves it. But two things. A, do not give my roadmap to the other person because this roadmap is, a, is an outcome of your and mine, 90 minutes, uh, almost two hours that we've discussed over here. Hmm. So you're not giving away my thing. But I said, just be fair. Nine, nine, don't worry, Will. I said, yes, because that, that's also what some of them do. Hmm. I said, B, if they're going to give you a two-day sales training that you want, obviously their figures and my figures will be very different. I'm giving you a six-month process. Hmm. You get a two-day training. So obviously, if I can recommend a six-day process for you, two days is really a no-brainer. I can wake up in the middle of the night, run it for you and go back home. Hmm. So if you want to do the two-day, I told them, I said, if you want to put money on your house, it's So... Yeah. So, so so when you with all of these of course my team gets very embarrassed when I say things like this but that's exactly <laughs> what makes you stand out right I guess <laughs> and I think we, we need more of that right like you have to kind of call a spade a spade and that's what you're doing yeah 
I, I think it just makes sense. So, so again, using many successful assignments, now you can see it's a little difficult for yeah. me to zero in because yeah. Uh, if if let's just put it this way, if I commit whatever I commit to, and that is why some clients also feel up. Sawal bahut puchte hain. Yes, I will ask you questions because I need to understand. Yeah. So the more information you give me, the better. I, the I think one of the most amazing products, and I, I think because this, this it's been quite a while, I can quote this. Uh, I've worked with uh, Mountain Dew when it was launched. Pakistan, right. the Mountain Dew, Aquafina, mm-hmm. Tarang, ah. Alpers. I started working with Engro Food six months before they they started operations. I worked mm-hmm. with the marketing and the CEO and the vision and the values and everything. So Engro Foods, I did a lot of work for in the early years. I, I don't want to speak of the recent ones. The recent ones are still in the process, but uh, Say. but uh, historically, yeah, these, these are yeah. clients that I've actually worked with. And with those people, like because considering the the like the. the success stories are jo bhi hai but coming back into what you said like there's a three month engagement that you work minimum with minimum minimum let's say let's say ki teen mahine baad ho bhi jata hai you've done the job or everything is set in stone um but is there some kind of follow up that then also comes from their side because i feel like you've enabled them you've trained them but then there also has to be like hey, are you still on the right track kind of session i do that if they say but then then, then that's extra billing because now we're taking it but regardless of billing right like do people do like recognize that yeah we need yes, to go back I to farhad because of this i i think they do even right now we're speaking to one client who just started off was supposed to be a two day training program mm-hmm. ended up being almost a three month process with occasional training program lots of meetings i attend their morning mm-hmm. meetings i go out now they actually planning for the year ahead so now i'm planning it and i, I what If you think about it, I don't do any marketing. If you you followed my social media, I hardly have any videos. I yeah, I, I yeah. don't have videos. I don't have. I don't record my things. I don't even place. I do personally don't put pictures of my sessions. The client puts it. It's up to them because I think it's too confidential. You know, imagine a doctor doing a surgery. You know, I'm a doctor. I'm doing surgery on this person. <laughs> this person is something. <laughs> that from does this happen disease. though. That does happen on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, so that's why I, I'm I'm a consultant. I I understand. So I'm a professional. So I I don't do that. So I don't go around posting pictures and you know yeah. this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. But I'm extremely busy. There are there are times when people say, "Actually, I'm very far away. Going to ask you, I'm not going to see anything." I said, "Yes." <laughs> if that's what, if you're putting things up on social media just just to prove that I'm busy, yes, I am completely free. Uh-huh. But the fact that uh, I'm extremely busy, thankfully, uh, I've got assignments all over the place. Uh-huh. Can't wait for these travel restrictions to go away in March. Yeah. Uh, so I can go back to Sri Lanka, back to Dubai more frequently. Mm-hmm. Um. it you know it's basically repeat so the clients keep coming back because they see the value so let's say if i work with a client on the strategy and 3 years down the line they call me for the strategy review how far have we reached mm-hmm. so for example one client we worked with as a result of our strategy session they launched it's in the pesticide business they launched 11 new products mm-hmm. and uh, they did a 3 year review in the 3 mm-hmm. year review 80% of the profits came from 10 of the 11 products that were launched this You know the complete business shift for them. Now these are mm-hmm. great success stories. Only tragedy being, as a consultant, you go you can't go around saying, you know what I did with this client. Yeah. This is what they launched. And suddenly it's something very uh, public. Private, yeah. For example, this innovation lab that I did. I think that yeah. that's very public with uh, Philip mm-hmm. Morris. Yeah. Uh, it's it's all over the social media. It's very so I can talk about it. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So um, I want to actually shift the conversation a little bit into what you've observed in terms of the talent pool. Like you worked with, you're working with. not just your own team other people's teams um are there some kind of skill gaps that you've identified over the years or that still exists because and the reason i asked this also is because there's a lot of startup talk happening and there's a lot of um 
uh, Zoom webinars and so on happening around the talent gap and how we could be filling that up and other startups st- setting up to fill in that gap in some capacity. What are your thoughts on that? What kind of reply do you want me to give you? Uh, I truth, answered this once the, on TV once. I want the truth. And I was blasted by a lot of people. People like you. Do you think that when somebody asked me, where have uh, all the jobs gone? And my response immediately to that was, where have all the talent gone? <laughs> Damn, you can't imagine what people wrote to me. You people like you who take over all the jobs and the silver spoon. I got news. What all? Where the hell does this come from? That is one reason I'm extremely careful on social media because people will not get any contact. If I say anything over here, what does this guy think of himself? He's a but Okay. You can choose I, not to answer this also, by the way. I, I, I think it, that. Okay, now I told you, told you my friends say, I, my colleagues say I don't have breaks in my mouth. If you fed this in our hands, <laughs> it's something. My only request with all the listeners is very peacefully, with a lot of politeness, with a lot of uh, humility, I request them to reflect on what I'm saying. Yeah. I see severe talent gap. Okay. Do I get people that I would really aspire to have directly, let's say, coming out of universities? I don't get what I want. I can get people internationally in my other teams in Dubai and in, in, um, in other places. I could get people uh, who are doing their bachelors mm-hmm. and they are very comfortable using Excel. They're making forms on Excel. They're doing research on Excel. They're doing a lot of these. They're working survey monkeys and everything. Here, even if I get a master's, I struggle there, you know, I, I don't work on Excel, you know, it's like, you know, I work on this and, you know, how do I do this? And, you know, I need to I need work-life balance. It's 7.35 right now. Yeah. Where is your work-life balance? You don't get an opportunity to see movies. <laughs> so there are exceptions, but, but yeah. that's why I'm being a little careful. There are exceptions. I don't yeah. want to make a general comment. No, no, of matter. course. But I still think there's a lot to do. There's lots to learn, lots to discover. One startup, long, t- quite some, about four, five years back. So we, we engaged a social media company to do our media. And we said, make animated doodly type videos and thing. Uh, I was not getting and understanding that, you know, because I said solutions and creativity and, you know, I, I'm on a roll. So I could understand if the other person would not know what I want. I engaged them for two months. I said, I'm going to onboard you. Now, how many people do you think are going to onboard a social media company? Otherwise, mm, just not take very it, many. do it. I onboarded them with the color, with the font style, with the philosophy, with the logo. I took them, I just like I would expect from my clients, yeah. I took them end to end. This is what I want. Yeah, the videos were not coming in. And I got very frustrated one day. And I called them. I showed them a little video. I said, if I want to get this video done, how much time would it take? I look at Farad Bhai, this would take at least three days. The rendering will take this time. And then, and while he was talking, I was actually recording. But there's apparently an app that I downloaded. I can't recall the name right now. So I downloaded an app. I, and while he was speaking, I, I just very quickly recorded. And uh, did this rendering. Okay, it was a small video. I, I think I recorded him for about three minutes. Rendering took about two minutes. Hmm. I, should, I said, in less than seven minutes, I have this video ready. Hmm. And you're telling me it's going to take three days. Hmm two days for this and then rendering and where is the talent? Hmm. What, what perception do you want me? What assumptions am I supposed to carry about the talent over here? Hmm. You tell somebody that video banani, it's a time lucky discover you have to do, you need to design a poster. You don't want to use Canva. I know I'm literally uh, mm-hmm. identifying brands as well. Canva is so cool. Yeah. But the minute you say, no, 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 no. We have to adopt. We have to open. I mean, that's good stuff. I'm not denying it. That's high end stuff. Basic stuff everybody can do. Yeah. 
And if the expectation is basic stuff, like recognize where there's no barrier, and leverage it is the point yeah. I guess that you're trying to make. Yeah, just just do it quickly. But you know, I think that that's where the talent challenge is. Yeah. Then weekends, I don't want to work. How many hours do you work? <laughs> Anyone want to answer that question yeah. in the room? <laughs> uh i don't take and are you away. a slave driver they are sitting here with you that they have a choice they don't have to be here <laughs> voluntarily why answer why <laughs> yeah yeah you could answer you know we're breaking the fourth wall right now yeah. <laughs> why yeah yeah kyu baitho ghar baar nahi hai maa baap ye nahi kehte ki hamara bachcha kha gaya that's also what i heard <laughs> You know, in fact, parents should be happy. You know what? They're in a nice, safe place, conducive environment. They're contributing. Imagine tomorrow you create a brand, and you, you know what? I was part of the brand. Either weekend, chutti chahiye. We need to rest. And chutti me, kuch aisa bhi nahi ki chalo koi naya kamhi karlo na. Take chutti, do something. Who huh. create something? That also zilch. So talent is a real big gap, and that is why, if you notice, we've got startups. Uh, we've got some brilliant startups. Yeah. How many compared to how many we hear about? How many startups we hear about? And the amazing thing is that there are startups where they actually fail is to take what I call the business up. Could you repeat that? Sorry. There are startups, but they don't know how to take the business up. Hmm. So it's a great idea. For example, you got a great idea, and you see, you know, and I, I listen to the show in the morning, uh, Salmin Ansari's show in the morning, and I think day before yesterday, somebody was saying again same topic of you know there are no opportunities for freelancers. There's a lot of opportunity for freelancers. How can you say there's no opportunity globally? There is. Our freelancers, you call them and you say, "Yar, mujhe kuch show me what you have." No, no, you tell me what you want. I'll design it and I'll charge you for that. So from day one, you want to charge me hmm. without showing me a sample. At least invest the time in creating a world-class sample. Hmm. It's been two and a half years. I can't get somebody to design my to get me my company's app. Really? Yes, and I've paid over two hundred thousand. Wow. Because I discovered this guy doesn't do it himself. Freelancer reaches out to another freelancer, was very promising. Probably seeing it will get upset also, but <laughs> it's a fact. I didn't take your name. Really, first of all, handling will be hard. Phone करना पड़ेगा यार. Negotiate with you, and you know what? And I'm and very easy. I tell you, if I work with you, I'll say, Asad. Use your creative. Give me the best. Some go. Give me something that you feel that other clients don't do, and you really want to experiment. Do yeah. it with my brand. Don't compromise on the uh, basics like the color and the stuff, but do anything else you want. I mean, that's the license I give to my uh, vendors. But isn't that what every creative freelancer wants? Also, like you're giving them the freedom. Yet you've had this kind of experience. I'm kind of like it's somebody kind of saddening. Was, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's, it's interesting. Some some time back, somebody said, "Muka fire." Bol do no. I can change the world. I can do this, and I will create a system for you that will do this. And you say, "Okay, go do it." <laughs> <laughs> no, there was an internet issue, which could be a fact. Okay, I understand. There are a lot of these days. There are a lot of um, cyclones and storms and tsunamis that you know the internet are down sometimes and it has to has to go. Yeah, I almost gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, internet connection bad guy, and then you hear stories from them at a different side. There's a lot of opportunity, and I yeah. think it's just not only the startup. Let's just think of it this way: people's desire to work. Hmm. How many people do you see? And again, please do not take it personally. People who are listening, you may be a superstar. The world isn't. That's why people like me exist sometimes. Yeah, you help them out, right? Solution, what do you do? Okay. 
आपने कौन सा नंबर डायल किया था ऐसे जो नंबर ऑप्शन दिया था वही डायल किया था मैंने नहीं आपने गलत डायल किया आप फलाना डायल करके आप ये कर, आपने गलत ऐसे देखें मैंने डायल किया ना अब आप एक तो कनेक्ट नहीं हो रहा था हुआ है तो अब आप मेरा मसला हल कर ही दें बिकॉज यू मैन आई एंड एवरीबडी नोज ये जितना कहते ना सोलह डिजिट डालें ये डालें पहुंचता है एक ही जगह पे ऐसा नहीं कि सोलह डिजिट का आप मुझसे अलग सवाल करोगे आप फिर से मुझे वही स्टूपेंट सवाल करोगे जो पहले कर चुके हो तो आई सेट यूर लेट्स तो आप मेरा मसला हल कर देना नहीं लेकिन आपने नंबर ही गलत डायल किया आई सेट नाउ इफ यू सी आई डायल द रॉन्ग नंबर नाउ लेट मी टेल यू वॉट आई डिड आई डायल फॉर इंग्लिश प्रेस टू वाई डिड यू स्टार्ट ऑफ इन इन उर्दू विथ मी Uh, you speak with me in english if i find it something so uh, dangerous and so inappropriate you speak to me yes what is the problem now you ask me now i will tell you what the problem please let's start the entire conversation in english chali theek hai main kar deti hu beta jab kar dena tha to pehle se kar deti na main khama khama aap dekhe na mere ko aapne gear change karwaya so i'm not rude like look at the kaam ho sakta tha na you could have done it solve the problem yeah i i understand i understand happens to you as well We need to cut this clip <laughs> and put this everywhere. Okay. Yeah, we mustn't handle it. Because, who can do it? It can't be done. It can't be done. Tomorrow, you phone me. We have you call these internet companies. We have refreshed your system, uh, and uh, uh, you know the, the upgrade has come. Okay, update has come. Five minutes, you start again. You start again. Still not working. What has happened? No, no. You please do this. Okay. Then, in your office, there are five Mac connected. Hai. Beta, in the office, there are five Mac. Nahi hai. तो अब आप मुझे बताएं नहीं हमारे पास तो पांच आ रहा है मेरे पास तो नहीं यू इमेजिन समटाइम्स टाइम्स ऐसे देखो मैं देहाती हूं मुझे खाली टीवी ऑन करना आता है बंद करना आता है कि मुझे बताएं हरा बटन दबाओ मुझे नहीं पता बंदा भेजो आई डोंट वॉन्ट टू एंटर टू कॉन्वर्सेशन आप ऑन करें आप ऑफ करें आप रिस्टार्ट करें इट्स सो इम्बेसिंग दैट टू सॉल्व अ प्रॉब्लम वन क्लाइंट ऑफ माइंड देर अ क्लाइंट दे हैव इशूज एंड आई अंडरस्टैंड एवरी बिजनेस हैज चैलेंज आई मीन दिस इज वॉट है माइक Okay, God forbid, no. But something happens with the mic right now. Yeah, yeah. It happens. It's technology. You know. Yeah. It's an, but let's fix it. I'm I'm very fix it, not the gutter wala fix it. But yeah. I'm, I'm a very solution oriented person, right? So, मुझे fix करना है ना चीजों को. I have to call up Islamabad yeah. to the director sales. Yeah. Who calls up the director customer services to get my masala resort off the internet? <clears throat> How sad could that be hmm. for a person who's sitting over here whose job is to solve my problem? my question back to you where is the talent what is talent <laughs> i'm going to side side step a little bit right now let's come on to nlp <laughs> so so tell me a little bit about because i think the, one of the first conversations that i had with you personally was around nlp and um so uh, could you explain a little bit what it is and what does it mean to actually be like a um, a certified practitioner of it itself do you have an agenda to make sure people hate me no <laughs> because okay, it, it's not a negative thing you know i've just got and i you probably seen i have this thing called hashtag #flip thoughts yeah. i just like reversing the whole thing over and i think that's where the solution lies but that's exactly what i found so interesting i that then the, i i wanted to call you on because of that because of flip thoughts it's yeah it's a different perspective right that we sometimes just either choose to ignore or really haven't thought about 
Yeah, okay. I think I think little too much about it, but, but again, I've got nothing uh, bad to say. But I just like to flip it over. So, yeah. uh, a there is a perspective which is a very valid perspective that everybody else will tell you. Uh, I just have, uh, and the reason I say this is because I've had the conversation with people who are also certified practitioners over here in the recent past. Uh, I've had great fun with them. Mm-hmm. Why I'll let you? Know, we'll close with that. It's a good laughter as well. Okay. So why did I do? Or what is NLP? Yeah. The word in itself explains neuro linguistic programming, yeah. neuro as in neurons, yeah. linguistic as in language, speech. Yeah. Uh, programming is how you Connect tune to, and you yeah. <clears throat> feed the data inside. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's NLP. Mm-hmm. Why did I do NLP? That was the second question. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there was a course happening long time back, way back in 1996, and that is my trainer. His name is uh, Omar Khan. Mm-hmm. So Umar used to do self-mastery through NLP. Four day, one of the most brilliant experiences that I still recall. Mm-hmm. Uh, four days of no slides, 80 people. Mm-hmm. And man, was that an experience. And I realized, I learned how to communicate. So you know, I always want to enjoy life. Now I could consciously enjoy life, knowing what am I supposed to do, what language to use, how to speak. Uh, how much of windscreen to see in life and how much the rear view mirror. Yeah. So the example, I mean, it literally unleashed, uh, using Tony Robbins' word, you know, unleashed the giant within. Yeah. Um, and I started getting more comfortable in my skin and, you know, I could understand. And it basically boils down to three things. If you can program yourself on these three things, you, you pretty much got it right. It's uh, you're looking at your... F- Physiology, first of all, I mean, it doesn't have to be in this order, but your physiology. Mm-hmm. I mean, how can you be excited, motivated, charged up in life if all the time <coughs> you're just looking like this? If you notice some people are so dead, even when they walk into the office in the morning, they have to drag their feet. Yeah. So where is the excitement? Where is this vibes of positive energy coming out from? So you need to get your physiology right, you right. know, alert, the excitement, the face, it's, it's, yeah, to be in the zone. I mean, I can never say, you know what, I am feeling really sick today. I'm upset with my life. Mm. It just doesn't show on my face. Similarly, I can't say, I'm very happy. Mm. You know, life is great. Mm -hmm. The two just don't match. So A, getting the physiology right. Then your selection of words, which is your phraseology. Right. Phraseology is basically your study of words. Uh Every word has an impact. I still remember, and this in NLP is known as transformational vocabulary. So if you notice, if you ask somebody, how are you feeling today? The immediate response, fine, thank you. That's a programmed response. You don't think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, why not have words like brilliant, awesome, wonderful, you know, excited, thrilled? Because words have an impact. And if you're looking at it in the context of, um, I don't know, do you, do you follow Simon Sinek? Yes. Simon Sinek has this one <clears throat> video where he says how when you ask an athlete mm-hmm. or a sportsman about the match next day, they will never say, uh, I, I have high anxiety levels. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that video. Uh, okay, uh, so what he does is he says, and I'm whatever I can recall right now. So he says, you know, the, the journalist would come up to you and say, you know, are you, ang- ang- do you, are you anxious about the match, uh, the game tomorrow, the match tomorrow? He said, most of the smart uh, sportsmen would reply, I'm excited about it, yes. Mm-hmm. Because when you say anxious, it takes you in a different zone. Yeah. When you say excited, it gives you a different kind of an energy. With everything that I'm saying to you right now, it's not only you and me who is listening. It's not only you who is listening, it's also me who is listening. So select words which are powerful. So that's where phraseology comes in. Mm-hmm. Use nice, motivating, uh, emotionally charged <coughs> words. Mm-hmm. And if it is a negative word, 
reduce the intensity so for example why hate something if you can just dislike it i think right. that that's a, that's a very appropriate example you know i hate this hate nahi hai it's just probably dislike reduce the intensity mm -hmm. because hate is a different state of emotion altogether so that's a phraseology comes in mm -hmm. then you have the psychology Okay. Everything is possible. I need to come up with a way. Uh, you know, people say, "Oh, things are so bad." You ask yourself, "What is bad?" I woke up in the morning. Isn't that good enough? Mm -hmm. uh, I had a great day. Isn't this good enough? Yeah. So what if I I got stuck in traffic today? So what if there are X many uh, incidences of the the, the internet oh, went yeah. down? You know, I mean, this is, you see how much I struggle with bad things in life because according to research, for every one negative thing. that happens to us we have already had seven positive things happened to us but what we do is we fail to collect the seven positives hmm. we magnify the negative right. for example something which is very close to our heart because we live a uh, simple place but you probably noticed this uh, garam pani nahi aa raha yes i'll not say the apartment number but you know the apartment rose bako aa jata hai no hot water in this apartment yeah, yeah, okay yeah, yeah. so uh it's it's a fact okay yeah yeah but there probably six good things that have seven good things that have happened to you but what happens is if you're if you get stuck into that if you don't yeah. work on your psychology <clears throat> entire day people will say how was your so how are you don't ask mere ghar pe pani nahi aata aaj pani nahi and then you just not that person i'm just saying general okay the general comment you some some conspiracy theorists pani isliye nahi aata kyunki yahan pe sab chor hai sab chor hai hukumat chor hai hukumat kyun chor america ko bech diya अमेरिका क्या वो इसराइल तो आपके घर पे गर्म पानी इसलिए नहीं आ रहा क्योंकि इसराइल का मसला ओपन At that time, you don't curse fate, but you know what? I am too cool. Mm -hmm. It is because the previous traffic light I left at the speed of sixty, so mm -hmm. I have to cross or eighty, and this is why I cross this one. So if good things happen to us, it's because how cool I am. Mm. Bad things happen to me, fate. Yeah. Take responsibility two ways. Good yeah. things also happen because you did good things. Similarly, bad things happen because things happen. Yeah. If you can't control, just forget it. Yeah. So three things in NLP: phraseology, psychology, and physiology. And physiology. Get those three things right. Right. um does it have an impact yes and if you think about it this is not so much even about a course for me nlp was never about a certification hmm. certification i got recently but it's always been a way of life so when i went through this program first time in 1996 97 it since then it has become a way of life for me mm -hmm. it gives you a lot of clarity people think it's just a pseudo intellectual conversation and there's really not all corn artist knowingly or unknowingly they don't get them certified but they actually use a lot of nlp yeah what do politicians do tell stories yeah tell stories emotionally engage with us they get us to think in a particular isn't that nlp what is nlp mm -hmm. they're programming the language <laughs> that the people would understand that's nlp mm -hmm. uh, you've you've seen the movie focus yeah will smith yeah. 55 yeah that was all uh, nlp yeah, at its best yeah iske dimag mein dal do 55 55 55 55 you could place a bet you know you will think 55 yeah So the more you understand human psychology, yeah. how humans think, the deeper you go down into NLP, and, and it's been a challenge. I've I've now moved on from. I wouldn't say moved on. I've also started practicing releasing as a technique. That's a relatively newer one. Releasing. Releasing. Releasing is pretty cool. It's actually inviting the world to you. 
while the nlp would like to program everything yeah releasing actually starts getting into your feelings and helps you release those feelings so what are you feeling right now because according to now this is where it flips over releasing says this little unit is nothing but a playback you know it has a very big ego so what i mean by this is basically the brain and neuro and it has very big ego it wants answers for everything it likes to control things let go hmm. because you don't want to control everything every time so now what i do i use nlp just as much as i use releasing it's had, it, it's it has added more <coughs> joy in my life mm-hmm. so there are times i really want to consciously do things there are times i want to release those things as well mm-hmm. and do you feel that the you are able to control that release also or do you, is it something that just has to be like clutch hood because then it makes me think if i'm seeing someone then there's this judgment unfortunately which is all around like emotional maturity or a lack of emotional maturity okay you can't keep something in or that matlab phatna zaruri hai phatna zaruri hai ye kisne bola i'm just like Achha, taking a, a scenario like you know so if 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 one was to release whatever they feel instantly at that time all the time yeah is there an element of it being healthy for the other person or for the people that they are around as well okay releasing does not mean throwing out your uh, anger and tantrums okay what releasing basically does is um i tell you what, it it works with your feelings hmm. okay so when you say releasing you're releasing our feelings that we've associated mm-hmm. interestingly feelings is a myth mm-hmm. in reality it doesn't really exist exist mm-hmm. and you could you know, anyone if you want you just google up uh, feelings you will notice one of the definitions is not It's 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 a it's a definition of choice I opted to have. There is no such thing. It's just a myth, mm-hmm. you know, your feelings. But we have feelings. Feelings origin is it'll actually become a program, a coaching session on releasing. Okay, so if you want, you can cut it out. Yeah. वरना आप यहाँ पे काट सकते हो जाते हो मैंने बात कही. Releasing जो है is what you do. It says your body speaks with you. Okay. So if you notice, for example, I practice every day releasing when I wake up. So it's just like you just. and you could do releasing anywhere anytime the more expert you become i could be releasing in the middle of uh, traffic i'm stuck in traffic and I, what is this and i say hang on hang on for us what are you thinking there is because all our feelings are inside hmm. the feelings origination is uh an inch an inch and a half below our navel mm-hmm. interestingly that's also where life begins from right. so when the life actually starts of life starts from here and then the life happens and even when we die this is the last point before it yeah. goes off so what you do is this is like the main hub Mm-hmm. So for example what i do is in the morning and i will say either when i'm taking shower or i've taken shower i'm going to say okay what are you feeling today and this is a question that goes in mm-hmm. and it's like literally taking a torch mm-hmm. in my entire body and i'm seeing okay what is happening you know it's like looking for something is there any problem okay so you're feeling happy you're feeling pain you're feeling this or you're feeling agitated <clears throat> you feel little discomfort is okay and then you invite okay why don't you come over Mhm. Okay, so and it's like a self talk it happens within a minute minute and a half it's not too long in the process you mean and you start collecting all those feelings way down into your um, feeling court mm-hmm. which is the hub you invite them and don't resist mm-hmm. because most of the time people resist mm-hmm. they resist and when you resist it fights even stronger mm-hmm. so you just invite them let's say if you're feeling angry you say okay i'm feeling angry where is the anger okay you suddenly and chup chup ke baithte kabhi kabhi ghutte ke niche ankle ke paas you have to go say acha chide ho jaga come up come up come up it comes up it goes all the way here you say thank you for being here it was very nice of you were staying what do you want i i want to let you off free so just imagining that you open this window and you're allowing these feelings whatever form they've created in your mind whatever visual you have allowing them to go out and when they go out say thank you for being here you're not you know when people say you have to create you need to open yourself <coughs> up 
yourself up to the abundant opportunities that the world offers you yeah when you open that window you will you're opening yourself up to you know let's see what the world has to give you allow those good things to come in and your body goes through a cleansing process technically now for people who are out about what all the pseudo but it, it happens and it works for mm-hmm. me uh and it's not easy I, you know there's also a releasing retreat i went through for a four day releasing retreat so mm-hmm. it's really not easy how some people say how is this different from meditation meditation sometimes my understanding may be wrong you know you have to be at peace of mind silence mountains i could be releasing just sitting over here mm-hmm. give me 30 seconds and i'll release all and over that period i just have to identify what am i feeling where am i feeling mm-hmm. okay uh, but, but the, the important question that the brain needs to ask is uh what are you feeling mm-hmm. can you let go of this and will you let go of this yeah these are three questions so invite them and then because for example i i i came across this one person i was teaching that person releasing so the second or third conversation second conversation we <coughs> were taking them down to how to practice releasing we said well, can you bring the feeling up can you define the feeling he said yes i said okay can you let go of this feeling so let's just say mm. you say i'm feeling very angry i'm very angry and so okay you know bring bring the anger up in one point so, you know let's just say you you bring the anger up into this uh, marker you transfer all the anger over here it's in the marker So you know, just the chatter that is the body is clean and it's here. And you say, okay, can can you let go of this? And the guy said, yes. I said, will you let go of it? Took some time. Said yes. I said when? He took some time. He said after two weeks. I said, beta, you can let go of this. You will let go. What what do you want to hold on this for two weeks? For another two weeks? Yeah. Some people just like to shave completely, like to be in that state. That is a choice. Hmm. Now, if let's say somebody says that's a choice, two weeks, yeah, maybe they'll say two years. Hmm. Mere fees de do. Mera kam ho gaya. But I have given you the solution. Yeah. You still want to hold on to a burden for unnecessarily for two weeks. Why do you want to hold on for two hmm. weeks? Hmm. Because you're discovering if you can let go, you let go now. That's the kind of kind of releasing basically that comes. Yeah, some people say it's connected to NLP. They are all connected. Mm-hmm. And I don't do programs specifically. I don't. do training on the, I, i use this for my personal development i could help them occasionally with people uh, on one on one level i don't do releasing training programs mm-hmm. <clears throat> i don't teach nlp mm-hmm. but uh, then technically everything that we are doing to make people effective is nlp isn't it yeah your rapport building is nlp networking is nlp successful mm. negotiations is nlp right. they are all connected right. so even the smartest of people i disagree with nlp dude that is also nlp Mm. Nobody just fed into you, and you're you're just programmed to hate it. Yeah, yeah. Let alone dislike. So yeah, that this entire part is off limits. Off your, cho- I mean, it's your choice. I, I would love to keep it. To how many people would understand? You like know? this, I, I, as long as people reflect. Yeah, no, I, of course, of course, of course. Like we, it's it's good to be, it's good to see the yeah. the guest being candid as well. That's kind of also what I want. Just feel comfortable, speak your mind, speak your heart out. Um, it's a judgment free zone. You good, good, good. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. I'm not uh, some morning show host on PTV or summer, but you've taken names as well. No, it's okay. okay. PTV won't see this. I'm not that big. <laughs> if I am, if you do see this, behind the grind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, last question for you. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Uh, if you could go back in time and you could meet your younger self, what would you say to him? Great going, dude. You're on the right path. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, what? Okay. No, that could be the answer. Yeah, that, I'm not that looking for something answer. profound. Yeah, that is the yeah. answer because you know, I said I've always enjoyed life every moment. So, are there have I taken right decisions every time? No. Mm-hmm. Am I always correct? No. Are there mistakes I've done? I said, damn, what did I do? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
do I want to fix them? No, because I made the most of whatever was there at that point. And it's very easy to go back in time and say, this was wrong. They shouldn't have done this. But then I wouldn't have been here. Hmm. I may have taken up a fight with somebody. I may have uh, worked different places. I may have had friendships. I may have uh, watched movies. I may have bunked school. Hmm. I may have spent so much time doing accounting and suddenly do marketing and then HR. I think that that's enriched me. This is who I am. So no, I don't want to change anything. I think it's just perfect. If anything, I would have actually said, speed up, dude. <laughs> Go a little bit more faster. <laughs> really? Yeah. Maybe three years back, I would have reached this place. Would have been nice. But then I didn't expect the COVID to happen. So, so then yeah. it's good. Yeah. So that I, I think I've adjusted. Did you, did you, off topic though, but do you think you got a break during the lockdown and because of COVID? Were you able to pause for a bit? I think my desire to come up with solutions went up further. Really? I, I was not... Uh, it, it's it's a challenge because you know the business everything shut down and everything which is my specialty almost shut down hmm. uh, it was challenging financially but i think even today afternoon i was just telling my team it's so cool because even during covid when we were struggling for the liquidity became a little cash liquidity became a little challenge and i think it's so cool because uh, we were still laughing and smiling and being happy we knew we'll come out of it hmm. and I, I think this is a the best part is, and that is why I think I became so effective at the work that I do. I'm so effective because, you know, deep down, I just can't understand, can't happen, will not happen. What if it fails? There are no doubts because as long as we're living, things have to work. A lot of people, the world will come to an end. Hmm. The fact that everyday children are born is proof that the world will continue. Yeah. What do you think? God is so... Okay. Pakistan have to be careful. Do you think God is not kind enough and compassion that he'll have a baby born today to die after two, two days? So many babies born, one or two, okay, God forbid, anything can happen. But the fact that the world is moving on, yeah. we are progressing, is proof that the world will go on. Hmm. So yeah, so why be disappointed? The challenging times come and go, but hmm. I think it, it was very useful. It helped me come up with a lot of creative ideas. Hmm. It helped me. Uh, I think the biggest, the most... Uh, Interesting thing that happened because outside Pakistan, I was known more as a consultant mm -hmm. than a trainer. Uh, this perception took time in Pakistan, was taking time in Pakistan. But because of uh, COVID, uh, the assignments that I really wanted to do, even the ones that I would do outside Pakistan, started happening in Pakistan as well. So consulting work started off more, uh, became more effective. Okay. Interesting. And plus, even I started staying here most of the time. Hmm. Otherwise, you know, in 2019, I almost applied for a non-resident Pakistan. Really? I wasn't here, yeah. I was here for more than half the year. I wasn't in town. Wow. So, cool. So, that allows me to bring a lot of best practices in. Yeah. Working with people, amazing people who are good, hmm. selective, and working with them. And also helping people understand who don't do it, listen, you need to do it. And the best part is not about Desi companies and hmm. state companies and MNCs. You could have uh, great, brilliant um, local companies. Hmm as well and you could have some very painful MNCs hmm. there are some exciting startups I mean we're just talking yours is, is a startup if you're okay with it I call it a startup yeah. and there are a lot of other people as a great startups uh, only thing is there are still too few hmm. that is why the opportunity the problem is not that we've got a lot of problems the, the, the opportunity is because there are so few others have an opportunity but they need to bring in the talent they need to focus on making the business they need to develop their own skills hmm. uh, organizations need to look at interventions of an outsider as 
an opportunity to enrich their performance as opposed to somebody coming and doing things yeah. don't ask an outsider to come and do a motivational talk for you hmm. because uh, that is technically according to a, the books i'm not saying according to books the manager's job is to motivate their people why are you hiring an outsider to come and motivate their people who the best part is cannot even motivate people to stay back half an hour extra after the training program ke na aadha ghanta ruk jana hai khatam ho gaya jana hai ghar jana fulana kahe ka motivation hai dusre pe khushi khushi aayenge tab tak chal theek hai on that note on that note thank you so much for coming on this was great lots of fun thank you um, thank you for having me my pleasure as long as i can come back again and those of you who are listening please the intention was to enjoy reflect if it connects with you it resonated with you i'm glad i'm delighted we speak in same language if you feel that this was too harsh and i was completely wrong wake up <laughs> <laughs> see you in the next one everybody bye bye